Hi, welcome. Thank you for tuning to Life Plus Up with your host Kevin Yang. For all the listeners, Life Plus Up is a podcast dedicated in making your life better by achieving success in three core components of life: personal, financial, and career. In each episode, we'll be bringing some of the most positive and inspiring news, followed by introducing programs to help out with personal finance. We'll coach you some professional skills to help you advance in your career, and be your resources for a better lifestyle and health. You can find the newest episode every Wednesday by follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, or much more. At the end of each episode, I will answer some of the questions from our listeners. So if you have a question, please email me or DM me on Instagram, or just by clicking on the voice link listed in the description. Remember, if you find this podcast informative and helpful, please share with someone that you think this can help. So now, let's have a great show. It is Christmas morning. You are watching your children unwrapping the gifts with joy under the beautiful Christmas tree. You glance toward the pile of credit card bills that will be due within a week or two, laying on top of your kitchen countertop. In the back of your mind, you wonder, how much credit card did I use during this holiday season? Do I even have enough to survive after the mortgage payment in one week? How much debt do I actually owe? Walking into 2020, you quickly dismiss the concerns as you wish to enjoy the Christmas with your family and decide that you will just pay the minimum payments until the next tax refund. However, you know deep down this is not the first time that you found yourself deep in the credit card debts, and you will not be your last. Welcome to episode 13. Are you truly credit worthy? Before we start our episode, I want to wish everyone a very merry Christmas and a happy New Year. Can you believe that our next episode will actually be in 2020 on January the first? I want to take this chance to thank all the listeners who have joined me on this amazing journey since the launch of my podcast. I sincerely hope that my podcast have provide values to everyone and help all of you in achieving success in personal, financial. And career in this new year of 2020. A quick reminder: if you have not visited my Facebook fan page at facebook.com/podcastlifeplusup, please do so, as we have many things and events lining up for the new year of 2020. Now, as usual, before we begin, let's start with some positive and inspiring news. Our news today is brought by Todd Meso of AM New York. Christmas Eve Code Drive warms homeless, HIV-positive New Yorkers. Christmas can be cold and uncaring time for many in the gay, lesbian, and homeless community, especially those living with HIV and without the means to keep themselves warm in the winter. The gay men's health crisis and New York Cares got together again Tuesday's for 31st annual Code Drive to help bring a little warmth. 
to those in need of the holidays. More than 150 homeless men and women received a new or slightly used coat for the winter. Many had suffered discrimination for their lifestyles, and were living from HIV or AIDS. So a new coat to keep them warm was essential to staying healthy. Organizers said, "New York Cares collected nearly 100,000 coats to be distributed to homeless and poor individuals. Many goes to schools in depressed communities and others nonprofit partners, including GMHC." Officials say that they believe it is only a fraction of the coats needed to help poor families and individuals. David Harvey, a client of GMHC for 10 years, tried on a new coat to replace the one he had had a defective zippers and rip. Anything they can do to help the gay communities and the people living with HIV is a plus. Harvey said as he poured over a stack of coats, "This is a threefold disease." That affects people mentally, spiritually, and physically. This is a very good agency, and they have been very supportive. I come here for counseling, lunch, and help with housing, and now at least I have a coat for Christmas. Alan Perez, a volunteer for 17 years in the homeless community, and four years with GMHC, sifted through the piles of coats for himself. Getting a coat means a lot. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't have coats, and it's getting cold out there. Perez said, "This is a great thing that GMHC and New York Cares is doing for us. It's tough to afford a coat, especially during holidays. Holidays are special. I deal with a lot of homeless who don't have coats, and I send them to New York Cares for coats. I get holiday dinners for the homeless, and the coats to help a lot too." Lawrence Saban. A client in the job training program at GMHC said he was honored to receive a coat on Christmas Eve. I'm grateful I can enjoy something like this, and share the loving kindness of everyone here. Sabian said as he slipped a coat on. I'm working with job placement specialists and learning Excel and PowerPoint skills in the GMHC lab, and the coat really helps. Wally Wei. A client since February said he was struggling with HIV and just getting by in New York City. Getting a coat means a lot, says Wei as he pursued a stack of coats. When I was in fourth grade in California, it was the height of AIDS epidemic, and we showed our support. It was a hard time, a lot of sadness and misunderstanding and pain. Now that I'm HIV positive since 2001. It's wonderful to know that the fight that we had to put up even back then helps us today. GMHC is here for us. The coat is just one of those things that I'm grateful to have, as I've been struggling of late, and having the coat to be warm in the winter is such a great help. Rose Welford is living in a woman's shelter before getting assistance from GMHC. It's just looking really nice. It's made for me. Welford said as she spun around, showing off the bright yellow wood coat she received. I appreciate all the blessings that they are so important. I left everything at the woman's shelter because it was an abusive situation. So today I got a coat, and God is the reason for the season, and the coat is right now. Gary Bugley, executive director of New York Cares, called it a motivating day, a moving day, to help those who can afford to buy a coat. There's a table of coats, and we invite clients to pick out the coats that fits and feel good. Bagley said, 
It's incredibly moving to see all of us during this holiday season take for granted that we have so many choices in life. How many of us shop for a coat? It's time in life that people are struggling to make ends meet so that they can come in and pick a coat. Donated by generous New Yorkers from Text a Gift program, they have one less thing to worry about the seasons. GMHC Kelsey Louie, CEO, said that as the world's first HIV-AIDS service organization, they are proud to work with New York Cares to host a code drive to help clients and homeless. Thousands of codes will be going to vulnerable New Yorkers, and this is a great way to show generosity in the seasons of giving, Louis said. Through December 31st, people can donate new or gently used code at 300 locations throughout New York, including the local police precincts and hundreds of New York auto dealerships and Penn stations. So here at Light Plus Up, we thank you, Gary and GMHC, for all the amazing people of New York Cares. Because of your organizations, New York is a little warmer this Christmas. Thank you for being an inspiration for all of us. Now, let's take a short break and hear what our sponsor has to say. Welcome back. Does the story at the opening sound familiar to you? How many times did you choose eliminating debt and build credit as your New Year resolution? In Q3 of 2019, Debt.org has announced that in the U.S. alone, the credit card debt has crossed the $1 trillion mark. The total number for consumer debt actually approached closely to $14 trillion, which is the highest that you have ever been. The consumer debt crisis has impacted all of us. The interest rate for personal credit cards and loans continue to reach a record high for the most of the middle and working classes. At the same time, the rewards and benefits are decreasing rapidly for most consumer credit cards. If you are looking to improve your credit in the upcoming year of 2020 and set a plan to pay off your debt, first, you will need to master the fundamentals of credit. For over 15 years, as a life coach and a senior executive in a world-class financial institution, I have dedicated myself to helping others to achieve success in personal, financial, and career. As the new year is just around the corner, recently I received an increased number of questions from my podcast listeners in just regarding of consumer debt. Many people know the importance of managing credit ratings and minimizing debt, but only a few truly master the system. So to help everyone out who would like to take control and become truly credit worthy in the new year 2020, I have composed a list of four keys to master the fundamentals of credit. Now let's get to it. Key one, build your credit. The word credit originated from the Latin word trust. It means that someone is willing to trust another and take the risk of lending for payments in the future. The concept of credit has expanded so much more in the past thousands of years. In this day and age, credit has become an essential part of financial system in the society. Some people borrow to achieve their goals in life, while others invest in the borrowers for profitabilities. As the credit system becomes more and more sophisticated, the need to be trustworthy or creditworthy also become more relevant. Now, 
How to build credit and become credit worthy? Those are the fundamentals of mastering credit. In our society, whether if you are looking to borrow for a loan for a house or obtaining credit card for daily purchase, you have to show the lenders that you are willing and able to pay. Just imagine you have a friend that is currently looking for a loan. What are your deciding factors before giving a helping hand? Is this person trustworthy? How is his reputation in our circle of friends? Has he shown negative behavior in the past during any of your interactions? These are the similar questions that a lender will ask before deciding on a pending application. So, once we know what a lender is looking for, for let's talk about the steps to build that credit. Step one: borrow enough. Think about the scenario with a borrowing friend. If you do not know the borrow habit or history of your friend, you'll be hard to determine the trustworthiness, right? Do you really want to lend money to a friend who consistently borrow beyond his means? That same philosophy applies to your lender. If you overextend or borrow a substantial amount, which associate with a higher risk, your credit worthiness will be decreased proportionally as well, right? As rule of thumb. Make sure you stay within 30% of your available credit. It gives your lender an impression that you are responsible and you are not desperate for money. Now, step two, pay on time. There's a saying, pay on time every time. This is the number one rule in building your credit trustworthiness. A true trustworthy person honors promises. If you borrow from someone, it is essential to keep the promise that you make. Remember, credit is based on trust. Once you broke a promise, it will be harder for you to be trusted in the future, right? So, being able to manage your payment schedule is essential. Remember to consider all the financial obligations before agreeing to a payment due date. Do you really want all the pile of payments to be due in the same week? Or is it easier to spread them among different paychecks? If you ever face challenges in paying off your balances on your credit card accounts, try to at least pay off the new amount that you use to avoid additional interest. Keep in mind, interest plays a big part in affecting your ability to pay. You'll be amazed at how little your payment actually goes to your principal if you have a very high credit card rate. If your money is really tight, try your very best to just make the minimum required payment. Having an on-time payment record will avoid the decrease in your credit rating, and may be lead to better terms when the opportunity comes. Right? If you're going through some personal hardship, which sometimes we do, try contacting your lenders and discuss your payment options. The very last thing that you want to do is ghosting your lenders. Such behavior not just hurt your relationship with your current lenders, but significantly affected your future borrowing opportunity as well. So keep that in mind. Now, step three: keep your old accounts and have a different type of credit. Just like a friendship, the longer you know someone, the more you will trust this person, right? A similar philosophy applies to borrow as well. The longer your credit history is. The more likely you will be considered for credit. Always keep an old account active by occasionally usage, just to make sure that your credit history continues. 
Like ERA in baseball, the more innings that you pitch without a hit, the lower your ERA, and the more valuable you become when the contract comes up. Now, another factor in helping you building your solid credit is having different types of credit. Just think about it. If you're looking to invest, you will not put everything in one basket, right? If you only have one type of credit, it's hard for your potential lender to see if you can handle multiple debts. So having a mixed variety of credit will help your lender to decide if you are actually truly trustworthy. As you get familiar with the steps to build credit, now let me ask you, how do you monitor them? As I have discussed in the previous episode, hold up, I'm for sale. Being able to track and review your progress is an essential part of achieving your goal and protect yourself. A goal or development that cannot be tracked is really demotivating and is often inefficient, like we discussed in the other episode on how to start the correct goals. Fortunately, your credit score is carefully tracked by three credit bureaus, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. It is your right to obtain a free credit report every year without your score. You can easily assess your reports from your credit bureau annually by going to annualcreditreport.com or simply by calling 1-877-322-8228. The credit reports are conveniently prepared for you and your lenders, but there are a few reminders to keep in mind when you are assessing them. Oh, by the way, if you're looking for the website and the phone number, I will attach them to the description of the episode. Now, let's talk about the reminders. Reminder one, don't access all three of your report at once. If you can only get your report from each bureau for free annually, do you really want to use up all your freebies all at once? Imagine that you only know your credit once a year and really fly blind for the remaining 11 months. Aren't you going to be kind of anxious? I would suggest you to access your report every four months with one bureau at a time. For example, you can go on the annualcreditreport.com for your TransUnion report in January, then access your Equifax report in May, and one last time for your Experian report in September. With that strategy, you may be able to stay on top of any changes in your report without waiting for the whole year to find out, right? Now, reminder two, scores isn't free. Remember, you are entitled to your credit reports prepared by the credit bureaus, but your credit scores aren't. Right after you obtain your free credit report, you should be expecting credit bureaus are trying very hard to convince you to purchase reports with credit scores. Keep in mind, in this day and age, many of the banks and creditors actually provide your most recent score for free on your monthly statements and bills. Aside from financial institutions, there are banking apps and third-party credit monitor services company that can provide similar information. Mint by Intuit or Credit Karma are some of the more iconic services that provide reports, projected scores, and influencing factors. So, before you click on that purchase button on the credit bureau sites, consider these options and put some money back into your pocket, right? Now, reminder three, how long does your record stay on the report? The 
Count records that on your report following a 15, 10, and 7-year rule, depending on the severity and the importance of that account. If you have an unpaid tax lien, it will actually take 15 years to get off that report. If you have a Chapter 7 bankruptcy, you'll be there for 10 years. Chapter 13 bankruptcy and other negative accounts such as unpaid child support, delinquency, settlement, foreclosure, it will stay there for at least 7 years. But on the positive note, your on-time payment record and also positive accounts will remain there for 10 years on your report. So if you plan to have a favorable credit report, knowing how long your accounts will remain is an essential part of planning. Now let's go to key number three, fraud and inaccurate reporting. In my previous article, Hold Up, I'm for Sale, I had discussed that currently our society is under a new threat of identity theft. Do you know every minute there are 19 people become the victims of ID theft? Being able to monitor your credit report consistently is the key to protect your credit worthiness. ID theft may use your credit to open excessive accounts and become delinquent when payments are due. If one delinquent account can negatively damage your report for years, imagine you have 5, 10, or more fraudulent accounts. What are the damages then? But sometimes, your credit may be negatively impacted, not by the hand of thieves, but credit bureau themselves. Believe it or not, most of the inaccurate information and errors are due to the mistakes and errors of a credit bureau. In one of the recent episodes of Last Week Tonight by John Oliver, which I will attach the YouTube episode on the show note as well too, he has shown all the audience how credit bureaus record your information without fact-checking. Since the bureau themselves commit the majority of the error, it is imperative to take advantage of your free reports and monitor your credit to avoid finding surprises in the most inconvenient times. If you do find errors in your report, remember, time is not on your side. To recover from such events, you will have to contact the bureau immediately just to avoid impacts on your pending applications or your current credit accounts. To counter the credit bureaus, visit the sites listed in the episode description. Now keep in mind, after you file for dispute, your creditors and bureaus have 30 days to respond. So if you are in the middle of an application or a significant purchase, be sure to include the responding period into your time frame. Now key number four, cost of borrowing and determining offers. Your credit worthiness plays a big part in your overall financial budgeting. When your potential lenders review your applications, they will determine the level of risk in investing in your promise by reviewing your history and score. Depending on the review, two individuals with similar jobs and background with a different credit score may have a completely different offers. For example, if an auto loan lender is deciding between two individuals with similar financial backgrounds with a very different credit score, like for example, the first one, he offers 14% to the individual with a score of 590 and offers 3.39% to the other borrowers with a score of 780. The first borrower has to pay a payment of $447 a month while the other one only pays $345. In just one year, 
That's a saving of $1,224. And think about it. In the course of a five-year auto loan, it totaled up to $6,120. Now, let me ask you, what would you do if you have an extra $1,224 a year? See, now you can see the importance of having a good score. Just like the bank offering different rates on different customers, you, as a consumer, can choose as well. If you have an above-average credit score of 680 or higher, you should be expecting promotions and offers to appear in your mailbox regularly. But as we have discussed previously, excess accounts and application will only lower your credit rating. So deciding on the right offer is more important than ever. Generally, a decent credit card offers will come with a 0% introductory APR rate and a balance transfer promotion. But to determine which offer are better, you will have to study the additional benefits such as cashback, rewards, extended warranty, or price protections. With so many offers and pages of terms, how do you have time to read through them all? To resolve such problem, there are many apps and tools that will make your life a lot easier. Sift, S-I-F-T, is one of the apps that I use which will show all the benefits of your cards and offers in bullet points without millions of legal words between them. So next time when you decide to accept a new credit card offer, really sit down and compare to make sure you're making the right decisions. For the past 15 years, as a coach, I have really dedicated myself to help others in achieving success in personal, financial, and career. And a lot of people really struggle on credit and building financial wealth. In the upcoming year of 2020, many people have chosen credit building and paying out debt as their new year resolution. And many people know the importance of managing credit ratings and minimizing debt. But how many truly understand how the credit system works? With the four keys to master the fundamental of credit, you will be able to set plans and achieve your goal more effectively. So let me ask you, as 2020 is just around the corner, what will you do differently this year for your new year resolution? Now, I really hope you guys enjoyed the episode, the special Christmas edition. Now let's go ahead and dig into our mailbag and see what are some questions from our listeners. The first question is actually from a listener in Texas. Hey Kevin, I found your content very inspiring. I recently started a podcast. What advice do you have? Oh, I'm definitely not an expert in this field as I just launched my podcast not too long ago. But if you really ask, I only have one advice. Always stay true, be yourself, be patient. Think about why you do this for in the first place. Regardless how hard it gets, as long as you have your voice, you will start to see more traction and finding people that are attracted to what you have to talk about. So that's my only advice for that. Now let's go ahead and look into a second. Here is a listener from New York. Hi, Kevin. From your previous episodes in regards to public speakings, I have a hard time finding local meetup that might be able to help me to go ahead and become better in this field. Where can I find chapters of Toastmasters that you have talked about in your episode? Okay, thank you very much for asking me these questions. 
As an area director for New York, I currently oversee four chapters in Lower Manhattan to Union Square. If you want to find a Toastmaster chapter that's near you, the best way is just to go on toastmasters.org and then really put down your zip code. It will show you a few chapters that's around your area. And just don't be shy, send in an email. A lot of time they'll get back to you with a guest pass. Just go experience it yourself and see how you like it. Remember, Toastmasters is actually a group that create an environment for peer-to-peer -peer encouragement and teaching. You don't have to worry about being judged. Everyone there has the same goal, is to be better on speaking in front of the public. And practice, make it perfect, right? So now, thank you very much for all for listening to this episode. Once again, I wish everyone a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's ahead. I will see all of you in the year of 2020. As we're wrapping up this episode, I want to thank and remind all the listeners that in the description, you'll be able to find the overview of our contents, the links to positive news and resources, and most importantly, the show notes that I publish on Medium. Our music are being brought by Scott Holmes from scottholmesmusic.com. And if you have a question for my guests or for myself, please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or simply by clicking on the voice link in the description. If you find this podcast informative and helpful, please follow and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform and share with someone that you really think this can help. If you want to support, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or simply by clicking on the donation button. Now, we'll see you all next Wednesday. Until then, remember, success without fun never lasts. And fun without success is not really too much fun. So let's have a fun and a successful podcast together.